ladies and gentlemen, here to sing America the Beautiful, WWE's own Lillian Garcia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 77 of the RE Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the Astros of Attitude and delivered us a brand new era in the WWE, as it is time for WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania Hollywood. My name is Eugene. Check out the big brain on you. Now I've heard the stories. I have just one more question, Colonel. Do I feel lucky? (sighs) Talking to me? I'm seven feet tall. 
And I defeat superstars by the hundreds. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! How about sadomasochistic activity? Uh-oh. Have you ever been in a lingerie pillow fight? What What'd you just say? And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. That wasn't Don't even try. Bam! Oh! That's not cool. I like women like that. You hear that, idiot? Are you talking to me? In all this excitement, I kind of lost track myself. Come on, man, we're going to WrestleMania! Woo! Yeah! WrestleMania? WrestleMania. 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 I'll see you at WrestleMania. You talking to me? Is well deserved. I don't think there's ever been a gladiator to match you. You must be Hector reborn. Or is it Hercules? Why doesn't the hero reveal himself and tell us all your real name? You do have a name. My name is Gladiator. How dare you show your back to me? Slay! You will remove your helmet and tell me your name. Who are you? I am the master of the middle finger. Chief ass whooper of sorry sons of bitches. Beer drinker among beer drinkers. Truster of no one. And I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. My name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. And tonight, I unleash hell! Dave, and as always, joining me is Big Sexy Michael Rag. Are you ready for some mania? Running wild, brother. Live <laughs> in Hollywood. He gets quite the pop, doesn't he, brother, brother, brother? That does. Look at that, <laughs> <laughs> So, it is, let's get right into it. It is April, because it's a fucking long one. Uh, it's April the 3rd, 2005. We are live from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, with 20,193 people in attendance. Michael, did you watch the pre-show? I did. 
we had a battle royal because it's mania and you know we've got people who need a payday like US champion your road tag champs your cruiserweight champion everybody who didn't have a match on the main card were and who was there main event maven main event in the Come pre-show everybody the the big dog the reflection main event maven visitor was in there oh there was there was some bodies there was some bodies uh, and then it, it got won in the end by probably the most yeah and the most higher up on the card of all the wrestlers that were in that battle royal uh, Booker T um, the rest of the print show it was just filled with promos and hyping mania and kind of what they do all in modern day uh, but yeah it, I, print show does its job doesn't it? it it shows the video package it highlights the main dudes coming in and <laughs> yeah now, Michael, you watched it on the network. I watched it on the DVD version. Uh, there was a near enough, well, there was three second difference at the running time. Um, I got three hours, 44 minutes and 52 seconds on the network. It's 49 seconds. I think it's just a bit more of a decent walk. And buy rates, buy rates. So let's look at the three WrestleMania so far that we've covered. Uh, the first one being WrestleMania 19, that had 560,000 buys. Uh, WrestleMania 20, that had 1 million 20,000 buys. Um, I'm putting this slap bag in the middle. Well, you'd be wrong. WrestleMania 21, 1,090,000 buys. People are invested in Batista, Hunter, JBL, Cena, the money in the bank, Michael's angle. Orton Taker. People are, no, people are not investing in Orton Taker. <laughs> it was all right. It was compared, the thing is though, on any other card with a load of shit matches, it'd be best match. But it's, this is like, on this on this card for me, that's like not even close to like top three. Not even close. Um, now, I, I quite like the arena there with the staging setup. I like how the aisle was red. It's yes. like, you're in Hollywood. It's a nod to the red carpet, obviously. Red carpet. Then you got the cinema screen, then you got the marquee that's telling you who's in. Yeah, I did love, that was a great little touch. I love that. Um, now, one thing about this card, it didn't have one single tag team match. Yeah. It was, uh, and since from WrestleMania, from this one to modern day, every single one's had a tag team match. The opening match of the card, how do you know your tag team division's dead? You have your tag champs wrestling each, tag other. Champs baiting each other. Honorary brother versus brother. <laughs> brother. Speaking of brother, brother, I liked how... Um, Hogan, well, we'll get to it in a bit, but I loved how Hogan like didn't have, let Eugene stick around for the final brother, brother, brother bit. Yeah, he's like, you know, you've had your bit, bro. Yeah. Eugene's gimmick is the biggest mark in wrestling, and to be able to do brother, brother, brother with Hogan at Mania, and he didn't allow him. Ah, bullshit. Know, it was a dream come true for people. What a cunt! Is what bullshit. So Mania then kicks off, Michael, with Lillian and her. Jazzly had purple tipped hair, uh, singing America the Beautiful. And for those paying attention at the start of this, that wasn't WWE or Jim Johnson playing the guitar with Lillian singing America the Beautiful. Tell them, no, Michael. Ragamania is running wild, brother. <laughs> then, after Lillian does a bit very America, like it always is at Mania, um, we get a mashup of all the Mania trailers. Uh, and then we get a brand new one, which is a, the parody from Gladiator, which was fucking brilliant. It was like, who are you? And he's, he, Austin goes, Massive middle finger, chief ass whooper, but sorry, sons of bitches. Beer drinker among beer drinkers. Trust you with no one. He will stomp a mud hole in your ass and stomp it dry. Says his name, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, I unleash hell. In Piper's Pit. Um, I did like how we didn't kind of get any of your generic promo videos. Mm. 
I say generic as in it happens on every pay-per-view, not the videos generic, because the videos are fucking bangers. Um, but yeah, I like how we didn't get anything. Save it for the pay-per-view. Because if you would have watched the pre-show, you would have watched all the promo videos anyway. And our opening contest then is, as I said earlier, it's tag team division dissension. <laughs> it's not just tag team dissension. They ain't no division. As your champions, Curtain Jerkin, last year he defended the world title. Yeah. This year he's Curtain Jerkin. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. And what said he got to show for Main Event last year? He's got a blue car and some nicotine patches. Well, I hope the nicotine patches on his back. <laughs> and then Rey gets in big, big, big star pyro and multi flag suit. LAX 5150 represent. Yeah, but Rey, the thing is, Rey Mysterio's entrance though, was shit because he just did a little spin. Right, because there was no platform for, yeah. to fire him up into the air. I just thought, yeah, you can have all the pyro you want, but him just coming out spinning, no, bullshit, bollocks, not happy. The, the attire, I loved. I did like Ray's attire, and I loved Eddie's. I thought Eddie's was like such a throwback to Eddie of yesteryear. Mm. Um, I thought it was a great throwback. Um, but yeah, Michael, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, how did we get here? So, as we know, they're the tag champs. They're the bashings, they've just been in that battle royal, so they're too tired to challenge it. Right? And they'll probably be up in JBL later. So instead of having a title match, Eddie's nephew, Gavin, he decided to use that wooden spoon he got last Christmas and stirred shit between champs leading to tonight. <laughs> All because Gavin wanted to stir shit. That's it. That is it. So the match then. Uh, we get a side headlock from Eddie. A Ray hits a shoulder block and gets a two count. Eddie comes back with an arm drag. Mysterio with a sunset flip. Um, Eddie counters, though, and slingshots him all over the top with Ray taking a nasty bump. It reminded me of the, the bump that Attacker took in the Rumble. Yeah. He just planted himself on the floor. The and, oh, it's nasty bump. Um, 619 gets avoided, uh, and the crowd, they kind of, it's one of them stopping appreciation moments of a tag team wrestling each other and avoiding each other's main moves and tricks and stuff like that. Um, is one of them where they just collapsed them and applauded their efforts. Um, Guerrero, he goes over the top with a plancher. He rolls Ray in and gets a two. Uh, back suplex for Guerrero. Taz, then he goes on commentary and he goes, I think that Eddie Guerrero is going to win this, which made me think, well, he's not. <laughs> Taz ain't picking the winner. Um, we get an STF for Guerrero for about 20, 30 seconds. Uh, Ray fights back onto his shoulder. Um, it, it was weird, though, because it looked like Eddie was going for a power slam or, or some form of move like that and like slipped a little bit because then they repeated the spot a couple of seconds later, uh, with, I think, with the way that the spot should have been done. Eddie hits the three amigos, but on the third one, Ray counters into a head scissors. Uh, six one nines avoided again by Guerrero, but then he hits a tilt well backbreaker for two, which fucking great. It's great. There's a couple of backbreakers that he did that and sat at home watching it going, Oh, you bastard. That tilt goes one of his best moves though. Oh, hundred percent. Um Eddie then he starts getting pissed off. Um he hits another three amigos, goes for a frog splash, but Ray moves at the last second. Uh, Ray goes for a roll up, but then Guerrero counters that for a two. Uh power bomb attempt for Eddie, but Ray ducks and sets Guerrero up for a six one nine, which he hits. Uh, Ray pissing blood out of the mouth. Goes for a West Coast pop, but that's counted into a stiff power bomb. Like it was fucking douche. Guerrero knocked halfway across the ring. Yeah, but can Rey Mysterio capitalize? Mysterio has been through a lot. That back has been worked on most of the matchup by Eddie Guerrero. Does Mysterio have anything left here? Up to the apron. Rey's got his eyes set on Guerrero, but can he do what he's got in Mysterio mind? Mysterio going for the West Coast. Oh, my God! And he's got I like shotgun blast. 
that he stacks him up. That only gets him a two. Uh, we get to the finish. Um, there's loads of Eddie chance. The arena is mm. over for Eddie. Um, Tilt a attempt for Eddie, but Ray counters into a West Coast pop for the one, two, three, just after 13 minutes. After the match, it looked, we looked one of them. It's always, oh, is Eddie going to turn? Is Eddie going to turn? But no, they shake hands and because they're still tag team champions. Despite being the loser, because he showed, showed he's a good sport, his music gets played. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I'll tell you, Cole, the jinx is still on. And Eddie Guerrero, he's got to be shocked. I mean, what is, what is, hey, I feel for him. Eddie Guerrero did absolutely everything that he could do to defeat Rey Mysterio in this matchup. And Rey Mysterio dug down deep and surprised Eddie to pick up the victory. But I'll tell you, you got to, yeah, I know Eddie Guerrero very well. His temper is bad, and he's going to explode any moment, I'm telling you. I agree with you. He's going to. A great well, show of sportsmanship. Well, 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 I'll be there by Eddie Guerrero to his tag team well, partner. Like I said, Cole, Eddie's always. So, yeah, Mike, what did you make to our opening contest and how many mavens? Great opener. Great way to. Agreed. Great, great way to kick off Mania. The perfect way. I think Very, it was the perfect way to uh, to start the show. Impression. You get that impression when you get matches like Brett and Owen as well. O- opening match at Mania mm. is an important. Yeah, definitely. I think of, of any position for this match on this card, apart from opener, I feel like it just wouldn't have fit. But it, as an opener, it was a perfect way to get the crowd into the show. Perfect way. Um, we go backstage. Uh, JBL and his posse, they meet up with Evolution. <laughs> um, it's, 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 a, it's always a great visual, though. Like, especially in, in 2005, uh, if you compare that to modern day, where main event scene are constantly mixing each up on, on each, in each show. Um, the brand split still felt really important in 2005. Um, and then so seeing the SmackDown's champ and Raw's champ together on the screen at the same time, it was very similar to when Goldberg and Lesnar yeah. met each other. It was that way. You never expect, well, you don't, it doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't happen it's unless it's a very special joint uh, production pay-per-view like WrestleMania is. Um, but I thought we had some great lines. Um, Hunter goes, look, mate, it's the wrestling guard. And JBL was like, uh, well, you're a loser, so we're about losing the title for the 10th time tonight. And I was like, burn. And then Hunter goes, we'll just have to wait to see till the end of the night to see who's champion. Well, and he's like, well, fucking nommy is. Cheers for the spoiler, you big nose twat waffle. Look what the cat drug is. Look, Nate, it's the wrestling god. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you want to see a wrestling god, you've got to look no further than right here. I'd have to look in the mirror. Because last time I checked, wrestling gods don't lose, and I am the only champion in the history of this sport to have never lost. True. You better worry about Dave Batista and losing for the 10th time tonight. Because John Cena will be taken care of. I guarantee it. You know something, Bradshaw? You keep telling yourself you're good, and I'm sure after a while, somebody will believe you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am that good. Really? Yes. Really. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait till the end of the night and see who's still champion. And then Flair, he ends the segment brilliantly, just leads into the juice and just goes, woo! Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, brilliant. Inside, you <laughs> marked out. Oh, it was great. Uh, we then go to ringside and we see that Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider are shown because um, it's Mania and here are the yeah, celebrities you, in attendance. They don't the guy from Black Eyed Peas who sat behind him. <laughs> He's not important. Neither's Rob Schneider. Up next, Michael, it is the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. The first individual to climb the ladder and retrieve the briefcase will win the match and also will win a contract for a World Heavyweight Championship match in the coming year. According to Dirt, dirt Sheet reports, and this is one of them that has been proven well, from the horse's mouth, he said it multiple times, it's with one of Jericho's ideas. But did you know that it stemmed from an idea called the Hollywood Dream Ladder Match that Brian Gerwitz had, had created? Um, the idea was to win the ladder match, um, then you'd get the, the choice of whatever you desired. And the idea before Rob Van Damme got injured was RVD to win this, and then his wish was to be the return of ECW. Now, I got that from the, the online dirt sheets of 2005, so take that with a pinch of salt or not, but that's something that I never knew. I always knew that it was Jericho that was I the one that come to Vince with the idea. Um, so apparently they, they, uh, they spoke backstage about it, and Jericho, he went, well, well, if we tweak it, and the winner of the ladder match gets a shot on Raw the following night, and then Gilwitz added his bit in about, well, let's do it in as a contract that they can win at any one time. And apparently Vince McMahon said, well, as an on-screen gimmick, let's put the contract in a briefcase and have the winner carry it around. This is the prop, like a title. Absolutely. So, Michael, it is Money in the Bank. It is Jericho, Benoit, Christian, Shelton Benjamin, Edge and Kane. How did we get here? Somewhere, well, before the match, someone obviously poured some on them ladders because steel don't burn like that normally. <laughs> Um, That's it. Mike's on about when Kane comes out and the ladders are on fire. Great. Best Kane without the mask. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely. I was thinking, I was just thinking then about with the ladders. Uh, there was a, a couple of times where, especially over recent time, where the camera angles so, switch at the wrong place. So when a wrestler goes through the ladder, you just see the shards of wood. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're painted silver, we can tell people they're metal. We got you because none of these men had any other plans for Mania. Even though Kane's just come out of a feud with Snitsky. Thank fuck that's not on me. <laughs> Thank fuck Snitsky's not in this. You know, could you imagine? Well, you'd have to bump round. bad enough that you've... Tom Cole's at ringside. Yeah, and the, the, the fact, well, you always knew we were going to get involved. Uh, but, like, big men-wise, Kane's really the only one, and Kane's one of the best big men that they've got. Yeah. It's not the best He's a big man. as well. So, Exactly. Well, he built that with his, his crossbody off the top. <laughs> so, the match then. Uh, there's ladders in the entrance where ladders all over. Um, everyone attacks Kane to start. Uh, Benjamin and Benoit, they suplex Kane to the floor. 
Uh, Christian then hits a springboard planchet onto everyone on the floor. Then Benjamin does a no-hands planchet. And then, as a, as we said at the start, Kane goes up to the top and hits what we're going to say, yeah, crossbody onto everybody else. <laughs> that high-flyer Kane. Uh, Tonko, he's out there too. He gets knocked over. The thing was with Kane, when he jumped off the top, there was nobody near like where he was going to land. And then all of a sudden, by the time he landed, there was everyone. Everyone was all huddled together. <laughs> Perfect landing for Kane. Uh, Benoit, he comes in with a German suplex. Uh, he takes a ladder out as well. Uh, he climbs up, but Kane goes to choke slam him, and Benoit counters with a crossface, which was a great counter. Edge gets up, but he's met with a crossface too. Uh, Kane spears him with the ladder while he's got Edge in the crossface, which was again a great spot. This match was just full Brutal. of dirty, horrible bumps. Brutal. Love it. Uh, Edge then spears Kane, and then Christian brings in a ladder, and the Edge picks up a ladder. Christian's got one, that little look they give each other. The commentators are jizzing about, ah, it's Edge and Christian in a ladder match. Uh, and then the sandwich came with a ladder. Benjamin's in the ring with a big springboard clothesline, which takes out both men. Edge then whips Benjamin spine first into the vertical ladder. Uh, spear attempt countered into a flapjack on a propped up ladder. It's some horrible bumps onto ladders. And Benjamin, this is where Benjamin then turns it up a notch for me. Um, so this this is his breakout match. His yeah. Absolute breakout match. Like people have always said for years about how this is that match for Benjamin. I I always kind of like I said before we recorded this, I vaguely remember watching it in full, but watching it again, my God, Benjamin is a star of this star of this match, leaps and bounds. It um, gives Edge a stinger splash onto the ladder. He climbs up but can't reach, so Jericho gets up and they fight on the top. Uh, Christian then sets one up. Uh, ben, ben Benoit with one arm, because he's selling, yeah. selling like a beast. Uh, with one arm, he get, tries climbing. Edge sets another one up. Everyone's climbing. And did you notice they were all climbing normal speed? None of them were fucking dawdling up the ladder. Benoit were going slower. but <laughs> Most frustrating thing. That's the thing, though. Benoit were going slower because he was selling his left arm injury. He was in Johnny, pain. At least, he, at least he weren't just going slow because it's ten minutes into the match and everyone's a little bit knackered. So we'll crawl up this ladder, uh, and then Benjamin. We're all at the top of the ladder. Edge and Benjamin. Edge gets t-boned by Benjamin off the ladder. Edge will have to fucking take brilliant spot. No danger. Jericho. Jericho looked like he landed around the back of his neck, and now Edge stepping over one step closer to that ladder. Is it Edge's destiny to win this match, or is it? Are you gonna be kidding me? No! Oh my god! from the ladder! A T-Bone from the ladder! That's definitely up for it! It almost put Benjamin out as well! I can't believe my eyes! And the thing is though, there's no way that that's not gonna hurt for any men involved in that. <laughs> Benjamin just coming down on you and we're coming down together. Brace yourself. Violet. <laughs> Um, Jericho, he kicks Christian back of the head onto a ladder. Um, he does Then he does the slow-ass climb. Can't mm. reach it. Benjamin climbs a ladder that was set up diagonally and clotheslines Jericho off the top. Fucking brilliant spot. Birthing a moment repeated in every single ladder match in SmackDown vs. Raw games. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, ladder match, mate. Set that one up normally. Set, set that one up, one up Slanted. Mate. And the... The crowd absolutely went crazy for that spot. We got a shout and chant and everything. That's one of his best moments. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
And then Kane comes in, it goes to Chokeslam Benjamin, but Benjamin's foot gets caught in the top rope, and that looks like a yeah. nasty little bumpy takes. That was not supposed then, to happen, because Kane went straight nah, to freeing him. Straight away and frees him off. Uh, Christian then he's at the top and Kane shoves him off and he lands on Tonko uh, Kane climbs he's at the top Jericho gets there quickly and he pulls Kane off with Jericho going over the top onto the floor and then Kane getting stuck on the top ropes and then falling back into the ring <laughs> you need to remember these fucking ropes around ring you know and did you notice when Kane sent Christian outside someone sounded off the world's saddest air horn ever it sounded like a wet fart Christian is on Christian over the top, right into the unwaiting arms of Tom Cole. Says outside. And then Benoit, he comes into the ring, still selling the left arm. He sets up the ladder, big flying headbutt. The crowd go fucking crazy. Uh, they show like a, a, a wide shot where the camera pans out a bit, mm. and it did look like a great, it was, it was a great bump. Brilliant. As much as it's a con, it was a great bump. Uh, Benoit climbs, but Kane goes up with him. Uh, Benoit headbutts him off the ladder. Benoit's all up alone, but he can only use one arm. Uh, Edge then gets up with a chair, smashes Benoit on the arm. Great Edge falls. Uh, Benoit falls. Edge climbs. After 15 minutes, Edge is Mr. Money in the Bank. It worked! Benoit's going to win this thing, King. He's, he deserves it after what he's going through. I, I got to agree with you now. Benoit does deserve this. And so many spots everyone they utilized the ladder in a, a few innovative ways and um, they, they everyone were getting hurt by ladder and that's what you want in a ladder match exactly you want people to get hurt by ladder and a lot of people <laughs> to have been you know facing with fired ladders as well <laughs> yeah I, but I, I thought overall fantastic outstanding for me maybes. personally me for i agree not i tell a lie i'm going out of five this for me is match at night my second 
Nah. Your first is obviously Angle Shawn Michaels, yeah? Yeah, yeah I thought as much. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> All of a sudden, Michael, Eugene comes out. I know. Eugene, with a knee brace on. Uh, He's walking, no though. Stick. He's walking. Good on him. Uh, he talks about his Mania memories, uh, one of them being King Kong Bundy versus the Midgets from WrestleMania, <laughs> saying Midgets are awesome. And he's like, this is the greatest day of my life. Uh, and then, now we're at tag champs to defend Eugene. We don't need that. We don't need people like that to defend Eugene. It's fine. Like, I reckon Regal and Tadgers are in the back ready to come out and like, brother, but it's a multi, brother. It's a multicultural team. <laughs> Eugene, American, Regal, English. Japanese. They can't. They can't have that though because this is about America versus infidels. That's <laughs> what this is about. Um, so Marmadasan comes out. Uh, he said he wants to create a WrestleMania moment of his own. He smashes Eugene. Uh, gets, puts him in the camel clutch. That all of a sudden, real brother strikes up on the announced tannoy, and Hulk brother Hogan brother brother comes out in red brother yellow brother. Uh, the it's crowd wild brother brother brother. brother, brother. Well, he said himself he wanted a WrestleMania moment and he was going to create one, and that's exactly what he's doing. Teaching Mohammed a song, a lesson. Oh, 
brother, brother, brother. brother. He does his normal brother, brother. Um, he rams the heads. We get a clothesline to Hassan. Big boot. Hassan goes over the top. Davini cracks him with a chair. Hogan no sells <laughs> to anybody. Like, um, Fuck you. We're picking out all the uh, classics, Nate, beating up the oh, heel foreigner. We get the you. We get the punches. We get the brother boot. He does the brother in a cup. Uh, and then he chucks Davini onto the floor. The crowd are going mental. And as I said at the start, Eugene is nowhere to be seen. You'd think he would have brought Eugene in to do the brother, brother, brother. Yeah. But no, none of that, because Ogan's a wanker. And the most ironic thing is we finished this entire segment by Sigwin to ringside and David Arquette was there, former WCW champion David Arquette. And this all came about because of Hogan knows best. Nice. But this, this is it. This is the, the start of the return of Mr. America. Well, yep, you know, it's only... Brother, it was only that one brother. occasion that he was proven to be Hulk Hogan. Uh, Only that one event. I feel like Vince needs to come out on Smackers. Where does he go? Does he go to Raw or Smackers? Raw, I want to say. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, Are I we ready for his reaction? In my yeah, case, yeah. Raw. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I'd always affiliate Hogan with Smackers of a Raw. Because of 2002. Yeah, Because yeah, of his tag title run we Yeah, absolutely. Moving on then, Michael. Up next. The streak versus the legend killer. And one of those druids is definitely Scottish Hugh Jobby. <laughs> it is Undertaker versus Randall Keith Orton. His biggest dragon yet is indeed Randy Orton. In this business, it's about making an impact. And when I entered the WWE ring, I did that. The man of destiny. I'm Randy Orton. My accomplishments are endless. Third generation superstar, the youngest world heavyweight champion in history. Get a look at greatness. I pride myself on being a legend killer. There's no stopping Randy Orton. And at WrestleMania, I will do what no other man has done. I will defeat The Undertaker. The legend of The Undertaker will become a myth, courtesy of The Legend Killer. There have been many dragons who try and lay siege to my kingdom. And one by one, they all suffer the same fate. Killer. 
I care about my son. I love him dearly, and by golly, I think he's gone way overboard in this thing. Randy, I think, is the future of this business, but not if you take him out at WrestleMania 21. Please, have mercy on my son. I'm begging you, man. I'm begging you. WrestleMania, your streak and your legend will be just like you. Dead! So, Michael, Undertaker versus Orton, how did we get here? Right, brace yourself. Undertaker is a legend. Randy Orton is the legend killer. It writes itself. <laughs> so Taker's going to come out on a segue. Yes, Taker comes out on a segue. And Michael, did you want to know the time of uh, total time of Undertaker's entrance? Faster than walking. Three minutes and twenty seconds. Faster than walking. <laughs> that is a lot. As one of his faster WrestleMania entrances. Why yeah. did he come out first? It's Taker. Undertaker glides to the ring first the company by sky two shot big uh randy and he comes out uh to mostly boost from the crowd i liked how his trunks uh take his colors black purple and white mm. yeah absolutely absolutely um, so the match itself then, um, Undertaker versus Randall Keefe Orton, the legend versus the legend killer. Um, Orton dodges him to start and then gives Taker a slap. Nice and then gets slap. Taker, then Taker gets him in a headlock, uh, onto the ropes, leapfrog, and then the best drop kick in the business apart from Maven and Bob Ollies. Absolutely. Uh, we get a back elbow in the corner, uh, a splash countered into a schoolboy. Orton goes for the RKO early, but Undertaker dr- dumps him He's over like, the top. Nope, off your fuck outside. <laughs> Undertaker hits his leg drop on the apron. Uh, he hits the old school top rope clothesline onto Orton's shoulder. Um, like I'm thinking straight away, this match is not going to last long if Undertaker's bringing out all the bing goods straight away. Well, it's you, know, you don't want to get too much out, does it? <laughs> too much too soon. Um, Orton hits the stiff clothesline for two. Into the ropes, Orton ducks. Undertaker hits the running DDT for a two. Uh, sidewalk slam and two body splashes in the corner. Snake eyes, but Orton's able to cut Undertaker off by hitting him in the ribs with an elbow for two. Orton goes for a clothesline, and then Undertaker runs into him in a very weird botch spot. They kind of just run into each other and both collapse. Yeah. I don't think any man knew what they're exactly doing right then. Bit of miscommunication. Uh, just a touch. Uh, Undertaker, he locks in the dragon sleeper, but then Orton counters it into a big DDT, which is a great spot. I, love, gets him a two I love seeing him taking care of business. Use his real name, please. Orton sets himself up to receive the last ride, uh, like every stupid wrestler does against yeah. Undertaker. They He's start doing the ten punches in the corner, uh, but Orton slips out of the last ride, goes for the RKO that gets t- countered into a shove into the ref. Uh, last ride by the Undertaker, um, but then Orton, Orton slips out again, and here comes Big Bad Bob with his broken arm. I can't believe that's still not healed yet. I know, Paul. What the hell? 
fucking for life, isn't it? Smashes Taker, puts Randy on top, the ref comes to, and then it was a lovely near fall. Uh, Randy mm. can't believe it, Undertaker's up, Bob's on the apron, but Undertaker then kicks him into the face on the floor, chokes him for Undertaker, but then Orton turns it into a big RKO, which was another great near fall. And then the finish of the match, Orton, he goes for the tombstone. What? And he did his taunt as well. Uh, Undertaker reverses it into one of his own. One, two, three. All it takes is one tombstone, which is how it should. Yep. And after 14 minutes, the Undertaker is now 13-0 and 0 at WrestleMania. gentlemen i'll tell you what cole that that was awesome 13 and 0 to sign is at the pole but what an outing especially if you watch the build or listen to our last episode chokes i'm into the RKO. that is one of my favorite RKO spots oh it's brilliant it was one that i'd never i like like i said a a few times i don't recall watching this pay-per-view in full i remember seeing matches and i feel like this is one that i never saw i remember the finish to an extent, with Bob Orton. But uh, I never remembered the finish, well, the, the near-fall finish with uh, the chokeslam into the RKO. That was fucking brilliant. There is so many situations where he's delivered such wonderful RKOs, like the one with Seth Rollins at Mania, mm. uh, the one with Evan Bourne off the shooting star. It's just, the RKO is a brilliant move. The, the cutter, if used yeah. correctly, like DDP. Like Austin, because that's a variation of the cutter, um, it's, it's one of the best, one of my favourite moves. Um, so, how many mavens for uh, Undertaker versus Randy Orton? Uh, three, three mavens for that one. Agreed, absolutely agreed. Um, we then get a video package for our next match, Michael. I can't believe that this actually had a video package. Uh-oh. It is woman's title time. It is Trish Stratus versus the winner of the Diva Search, Christy Hemming. I may not be a leader of men, but I'm certainly a follower of women, and I'm going to love this women's title match. Let's take you back, folks, and show you how this came together. I think it's rooted in jealousy. I am very proud to show the whole world a new side of Christy Hemi. Christy, Christy, Christy. There's clearly a typo because you're no champion, sweetie. Oh, oh, oh wait a minute! Christy, and oh. the chick kick. Christy, get the chick kick from the women's champion. Oh, that is unnecessary right there. Chris Stratus has got a real problem with the success of Christy Hemming. Trish Stratus, I want to challenge you for the Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Honey, you're on. I am a six-time Women's Champion. If you get into the ring with me, I will end your career. 
I need to know what exactly makes you think you can get in the ring with me and actually think you, you, can beat me. Someone's been training me to wrestle. Someone you know very well. It's Lita! I don't believe it! Hey! Hello! Go! Christy with a twist of fate on Trish! Delivered like a pro! How good will Christy Hemi be by WrestleMania 21? And could Trish Stratus end up losing her women's title to Christy? So Christy is now the Playboy cover girl. And Trish thinks that she should she should have been asked. Fucking come on, love. You've been asked many times. Just name your price. Please. <laughs> That's it. But Trish is still feuding with the injured Lita. But she's now training Christy. And Christy's also got red hair too, so Vince can't tell her apart. <laughs> Vince just thinks it's Lita. <laughs> what did you hear Vince's introduction? Even he couldn't believe that this is he's done wrong and is like Christy Henry Really? Vince is going Vince is backstage going, Kevin, Kevin, have you seen what's happened to Lena since she's on fucking edge? She's got shorter. <laughs> so the match itself. Um, well, before the match, I loved Trisha's little outfit. She mm. it, made, it made me think of fucking Pete Dunn in Seamus's team. As much. <laughs> That's his name. But, but what are they called now? Have they got a name? The Brothers of Bootie or something like that. Uh, I thought they were called Fight Night because that's what Pat Mack he always Fight shouts. Night. Every time before the, before the Bella is Mack, he always shouts Fight Night. Creative. Like, God bless him. Like, for me, Judgment Day, he ain't going to get over as, uh, as a stable name. It's a pay per view. Yeah. If anything, Vengeance Day. It'd be better for a stable name than judgment. judgment Day. Or just Judgment, yeah. Or the New Brood. No, because we have the New Brood. The, the, the New New Brood. <laughs> brood of Judgment. <laughs> Speaking of the New Brood, about fucking Gangrel turning up on AEW. Gangrel's still getting work in 2022. World's mad. Well, yeah. He was on uh, that being the elite. He was like, oh, these yeah. offer me loads of money. My audio was like, dude, I'm rich. <laughs> I'll pay you double. <laughs> That's it, it's money my order. So, your woman's title match then, Trish Stratus versus Christy Emmy. Um, Trish, she mocks Christy to start, uh, and then she boots Christy on the floor and throws her back in. She whips Christy into the corner, a few chops. Uh, Trish goes for a kick, but Christy catches it, leaders up on the apron, and uh, she gets kicked in. And then Christy kicks uh, Trish in the um, groin. Kicked her at the front. <laughs> Kicked her in gone. <laughs> she covers for a two. Uh, Trish, though, she comes back with some chops and taunts Lita. Charges him. Christy leaps over it, and it's a sunset flip, which is probably her best move of the match uh, for a two. Trish wait, and then Trish... <laughs> and then Trish tackles her down. Yeah, that's, uh, kicks, that kicks spear was just telling, over the fuck up, look. Uh, she kicks Christy to the floor, uh, shoves Lita away from Christy, uh, back in the ring, uh, Lita distracts her, Christy gets a roll-up for a two, and I thought, and it was this moment, thing, do you know, this, they're going to put the belt on fucking Christy Emmy, aren't they? Lita's going to cause a distraction. I'm so fucking glad they didn't. Yeah, that would have <laughs> just made me want to turn it off. Uh, we'll get a twist of fate by Christy that gets a two. Uh, Christy, she's throwing punches, which she's not too bad at punches. I've seen a lot worse from model slash wannabe divas. Yeah. 
Uh, Trish rolls her up, but Christy counters it for a near fall. And then Trish is like, she just turns to her and said, right, I've had enough, I'm bored now. And just boots her in. Yeah, <laughs> just stick it randomly. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Dush. And it goes for the cover. And after four excruciatingly painfully long minutes, you're still your women's champion in the world of the WWE is Trish Stratus. King, I am impressed with the competitive nature, the fighting spirit of Christy Hemme. But experience in that tip kick was too much for Christy to overcome here tonight. I'm Evans. I'm being nice because it's Trish at Mania, one. Dark yeah, one and all. <laughs> but the, no, yeah, one. Yeah, one. How we're going to go lower, but the, the one positive moment for it was it only lasted four minutes. Yeah. But if that doesn't tell you what Vince thinks about women's wrestling in 20, 2005, I don't know what does. I'm going to give it half point for card placement between Baker Orton and Angle Michael. Yeah, it, it needed that. It needed something like that. And I think four minutes is about the right time for people just to get a bit chilled out, calm down yep. before, as you said, Michael, let's get there because it's a fucking long one. <laughs> but... It is dream match. It is Shawn Michael of Shawn Michaels of Monday Night Raw going up against SmackDown's Kurt Angle. Angle's quest to be in the main event at WrestleMania has been ended by Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, my issue with you does go well beyond the Royal Rumble. It goes all the way back to 1996. I won a gold medal. And people are talking to me about some guys named Shawn Michaels gliding down from the rafters that year and putting on a wrestling clinic. And that ate me up, Shawn. Because truth be told, you are one of the best of all time. But to even suggest that you're the greatest wrestler of this generation is an insult to me and everything I stand for. He is the most decorated athlete in WWE history. I'm an Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle is a former European champion. Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, WCW Champion, a King of the Ring, and a four-time WWE Champion. I beat five of the greatest superstars in WWE history in a six-man hell in a cell. I, Kurt Angle, am the greatest athlete ever in the history of the WWE. Kurt Angle, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels is a doormat for absolutely nobody. Despite all the accolades, you have never had the chance to go to the biggest stage of them all against Mr. WrestleMania. I will give you a show like you have never, ever seen before. Why? Because I can. I am simply the very best sports entertainer in the world. Nobody has ever, ever outperformed Shawn Michaels in a big match situation. Shawn Michaels, this is what you can expect at WrestleMania. 
a doormat for absolutely nobody. At WrestleMania, HBK and Kurt Angle, first time ever. Michael, how did we get here? So at the Royal Rumble, Kurt Angle was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. And then Shawn Michaels was battered by Kurt Angle. After Kurt's uh, failed attempt in the tournament for the world title on SmackDown, he decided, him and Shawn Michaels decided, let's have a match at Mania. But Shawn called him out, Kurt Angle battered the fuck out of him. Because he's just a sexy Kurt and he made HBK's ankle. That is true. On this build, we also saw the return of one half of the Rockers, Marty Gennetti. Go party, Marty. Proper party, Marty. Before he asked Facebook if he could shag his daughter. This is, as, as builds go, this has probably been, for me, the best built match. And, yeah, of a short term as well, because if you think... Short term. Uh, like John, Cena, John Cena's been a, been a long build over the, like, the space of a year yeah. to put him to the point where he is. Basically, uh, since JBL's been main event. Yeah. You had him and, him and Batista, obviously, his last two in the Rumble. This, from an actual storyline standpoint, and the reason why these two men, if you, apart from Evolution, because obviously that's another long-running one, this, I'm talking of a short-term story that's only been the length of TV over the last five, six weeks. Six, eight weeks. I think that the content they managed to put in, uh, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the throwback with the sexy Kurt stuff, uh, throwback with um, Sensational Sherry, uh, Party Marty returning, uh, all these little, little, like doing the ladder match and just little things like that. I thought the build, and Sean just getting more pissed off and more pissed off. Um, that's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Uh, one thing I did notice about Sean was a bit more of a change in attire. Uh, mm. His his pants look a bit more baggier. Well, yeah, he's because uh, he got caught from court, didn't he? And as well, I, th- I believe if you'd look at it, I think maybe he could be potentially hiding like knee braces. Possibly because because his leg does get. He's, he's he's walk he's been walking wounded for many a year, <laughs> Sean Michaels. Well, everyone video games is. Uh, standing taunt was just shuffle his elbows and he have to stretch his back out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shuffle his elbows and stretch his back out. But yeah, it's, um, so it's a new, new look for Michaels and baggier pants, and it's like he's he's had like his um, sort of his, his chap gear, if you whatever it's called. Uh, that's kind of now part of the gear itself, so he doesn't have to take it off and get worried about it getting caught, especially at WrestleMania. Plus, he's keep. Helped him, like I said, I don't need braces, he might need. Yeah, absolutely. So the match then, Michael. Uh, Michaels slaps Angle to start. Angle waist locks him all over the place. Um, you kind of just knew that they were going to give this match a long time. Yeah. If we've had a quick build, let's have it towards the match. Let's have a slow build to start. Yeah, definitely. Um, in the corner, Michael slugs away. Angle grabs his hair, punches him in the back, and then goes to the ankle lock. Uh, Michaels kicks out of that and then clotheslines Angle over the top rope. Uh, we get a suplex by Angle, which is countered by Michaels, and Angle sets him up for the Angle Slam and puts Michaels back first into the ring post, which was a great spot. I've never seen him utilise his uh, finishing move outside like that. It was brilliant. Brutal. to the steel ring post. And you talk about a difference maker, a tied turner in the match as Kurt Angle in the ring to break the record. Uh, we get leg scissors uh, by Angle, so it's now just let's work on the back. Uh, Michaels, he gets up though, chopping Angle into the corner. 
He whips him. Michaels though flips over and does his big back bunk and then walks into an overhead belly to belly and then another one which gets a two count, which is a fucking brilliant spot. His overhead is perfect. Um, Angle, he props Michaels up on the top rope and goes for a top rope belly to belly, but Michaels shoves him off, climbs to the top, goes for the elbow, but that misses. Um, Angle pulls down the straps, but then the Angle slam is counted into an arm drag. It's fucking always a great spot when he does that. It's perfect. And I love how later what? in the match he puts him back up again and then takes him down. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it at some point. Uh, Angle, he charges him. Michaels backstrops him over the top rope and Angle lands on his knees, uh, which was, for me, not a very fucking nice way to take that bump. No, especially for Angle, because what we see in the future. Well, blowing your knees like that, fucker, I'm telling you. Uh, Michaels to the top, hits a crossbody onto Angle to the floor, but his knees end up hitting Angle right in the mouth. It's like, oof, that's a couple of teeth he'll be spitting yeah, out in a bit. John ends up French kissing the floor and all. <laughs> uh, Angle gets up. Uh, he goes to suplex Michaels through the table. Um, it was fucking brilliant, like German suplex, but he's hanging onto the ropes. Like, if he actually slips and you fling him, oh, that's going to be a nasty bump for both of you to take. You're both going to fucking feel that in morning. <laughs> and then a bit of a heel move by Michaels and hits a low blow. Desperate times, um, desperate measures. Ref, ref couldn't see it, so he's looking at the faces. Um, Michaels then kicks Angle onto the table and with Angle lying on there Michaels hits a springboard onto Angle the table doesn't break oh yeah I'm Lola, the table Lawler fucking saves it brilliantly yeah. saying that the tables have been reinforced because they're sick of him getting fucking broke brilliant save Jerry keep that kayfabe alive <laughs> his body and soul on the line and my god oh my god this michaels and michaels and well, angle are motion you can see that these tables you saw it there they've got so many people busting through tables that they've reinforced these tables with steel and look at this oh michaels hit the mark but man the price paid by both um, they find the crawl back into the ring uh, after a long nine count. Uh, both guys are bleeding from the mouth. Um, Angle with punches, chops, and then he runs through his set, flying forearm, kip up, right hands, atomic drop, clothesline, body slam. Uh, it's fucking such generic shit if you think about Michael's moveset. He <laughs> oh, like goes up to the top. Uh, hits his elbow, stumbles into the corner, warms up for the super kick, but Angle catches it into the ankle lock. The crowd are going wild. Uh, Michaels rolls through, but Angle holds on. 30 seconds in, he finally gets the rope. Angle is screaming for him to get up. Goes for the Angle slam. That's counted into a roll-up. Then Angle rolls through for another Angle lock. Uh, Michaels gets a roll-up. Angle kicks out. And then a super kick caught into an Angle slam. This is fucking brilliant. We got um, bang, bang, bang. a second or two delay before he covered. And that helped with the kick out. Um, the straps go, go up and then down. down again. Just, be, just, to, just so you know that he means business. Sean Michaels like maneuver. Look out! Oh! Angle went for the moonsault. 
Shawn Michaels book. Angle has said whatever Shawn Michaels can do, I can do better. Oh, yes. And then he hits a massive moonsault. Beautiful moonsault. But Michaels rolls out of the way. Uh, it luckily, just about escaped getting smashed on top of Ed. Absolutely. It was close, but it was perfect timing from Michaels. And then Michaels, he goes up to the top, but Angle hits a running Angle slam. Um, it picks him up by the hair, talks loads of trash to him, but Michaels pushes him away, super kicks him, and then we get like the length of time that it took Booker to get pinned by us uh, as he finally crawls over. One, two, the Just... nearest of near falls. Angles gets his shoulder that up. was too close. I love that now Lawler and Ross are going out to SmackDown officially fucking biased. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so fucking close. But, you know, ch- Angles chat shit, get banged with your switching music. Absolutely. Um, the finish of the match, uh, Michaels, he tries to fight out with kicks. Um, Angles always holds on. He pulls him into the centre. Um, he's been in the ankle lock for a long time now. Angle, he goes down into the heel hook position. Michaels is going for the ropes, fighting, yelling, scratching, clawing. But after 27 minutes, Shawn Michaels finally has to give up. And your winner via submission is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Oh, no, the, 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 no, no, no! Sean, I thought he was going to tap, but he did 
sees a match like that. Kurt Angle finally able to great find the leg while he had the ankle lock applied. Look at this. I mean, even, even fans that are saying you suck are applauding this. Really the sound bar's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Absolutely outstanding. Five, Maven, fuck it. I'm going 4.5 purely because I made money in the bank on match of the night and give that five. Yeah, five for me. But this this was out fucking standing. How this is how they didn't need to have high spots. You didn't need to. I know they had a couple of nasty bumps like onto the onto the table and stuff, but you didn't need a match full of high spots. These two told a story. You had a slow burn in five minutes to get the match started. Then once the match started, it was high octane. It's fantastic. Michael's, you, you, I was concerned at one point that Angle might have to slow his game down a little bit because obviously Michael's is, is getting on. Um, but yeah, Michael, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. The, the pacing was great. The only watch really was the table in break, but, you know, King saved it. Not, nothing in this match to me seemed out of place. No, not at all. I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely a classic. Sean Kerr, well done. Thank you. We then, Michael, see the uh, Basic Instinct commercial uh, because Stacey won Best Female at the WWE Hollywood Oscars. <laughs> and then we see Fabulous Moolah and Mae Young there in the crowd because Divas? Yeah, one Diva to two well, Hall of Famers. Why not? Yeah. And then up next, Michael, it is time for Piper's Pit with your special guest, Stone Cold Steve Austin. We hear the bagpipes playing, and here comes Roddy Piper. He says, thanks for the Hall of Fame. And then he goes, he wanted to talk why he wants Austin on here. He said that Austin's a rebel and a badass. And the ba- the best, the baddest. And he goes, I call bullshit. Because I want to meet him for myself. So he brings out Stone Cold, who comes out wearing an Unleash Hell shirt to a huge pop, which obviously that's a throwback to the... Uh, Gladiator promo that we saw at the start yeah. of the show. That's called this is new catchphrase. That's, That's the bottom line, and I'm going to unleash hell. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is now. And then it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Piper goes, welcome to the Piper's Pit. Slaps Austin. Small slap, though. <laughs> that were like, I don't know you, I don't respect you. And he's like, thanks a lot for having me, you son of a bitch. Slaps him back. Piper's like, hmm, I like that. That was a better slap from Austin. Welcome to Piper's Pit. Oh, God! Thank you very much for having me, you little son of a bitch. Would you like another? Now that we got that out of the way, son, I got a lot of respect for you. I ain't never met you till now. I got a lot of respect for you. What are you, deaf? I ain't doing that again. I'll tell you something else, sir. I got a lot of respect for you sticking up for Vince McMahon, against him, for him, down on him, 
You be the man! Try to keep up with me. But on one point, I beg to differ. Well, if you shut up and listen, I'll tell you. What point would that be? You don't understand him either? That's a yes. That would be this part, sir. I was here when WrestleMania didn't have a number. I was pissing Vince McMahon off when the red on the back of your neck was diaper rash, buddy. Piper says he's not happy that Austin gets all this talk about being so tough. He says he likes him, though, and he does respect him. And then we get a what? He goes, are you deaf? He <laughs> doesn't like that watch out, and he talks faster and faster and faster, and then he goes, keep up with me. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Playing the crowd beautifully. No um, Piper, says it, Piper says he was pissing Vince McMahon off when the red on Austin's neck was just diaper rash. <laughs> he says a, re- a rebel like Austin has nothing on him. And then Austin calls him a mouth bastard and says he doesn't trust anybody, much less Piper. Um, he goes over Piper's outfit and he's like, oh, your stupid jacket and your red dress. So the crowd going, what? What? The crowd are fucking eating all this up. Uh, he says, I'm not scared. And then Piper goes, we've got a problem communicating. And all of a sudden, I'm spitting the face of people that don't want to be called. Okay, Carlito oh, Caribbean oh. Cult comes out. Uh, he gets invited into the ring. Uh, Piper grabs his apple. He fucking... <laughs> Munches his apple all over, spits it into Carlito's face. Uh, Carlito then attacks Piper. Yeah, he's for a second or two, and then he thinks, fuck it. He batters Carlito, stone cold stunner, stomps a mud hole. Um, Piper, he chucks him over the top, and then we get pissed. Piper gets pissed after a couple of seconds. That's how you know he's not really Scottish. Canada's own Ronnie Piper as a few viewers gets levered Austin stuns him great segment breaks up because uh, we're getting into the nitty gritty the meat and potato mm. of the Wrestlemania pie now uh, with the matches coming up it was a nice way to Listen, break it up we had fun we had nostalgia um, Piper made, was the reason for him to be there because of the Hall of Fame he gave Carlito something to do exactly gave Carlito something to do I thought that was a fantastic segment time to celebrate Time for a little more saluting. Man, this 
a happy hour. <laughs> Look, Roddy's a... <laughs> Roddy's getting bombed. Oh, hey, look out! Austin with a stunner on Piper. Oh, my gosh! Austin got the final word in the form of a stunner on Hall of Famer Rowdy Roddy Piper. Piper will be him a hangover and suffer the effects of a stunner as well. Well, I think that's why we all call him the rattlesnake, they are. You can't trust a rattlesnake, Rowdy. And Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to WrestleMania 21. And oh, man. Making an indelible, indelible impression on Piper's pit. It was what it needed to be. Absolutely. And let's get right to what's next because this is not what's needed or what I want on my WrestleMania. Likewise. The ring ropes. The ring ropes have been removed as it is time for sumo action. Aki Bono versus The Big Show. Michael, what? (laughs) Yeah. You said that, right? What? (laughs) Eh? Why? So, your rules, Michael, is you can win by either pushing the person out of the ring or knocking them off their feet. Aki Bono comes out first to some very generic Japanese music. Big Show's out next, and they're both supporting... What, what do they call them? Are they called Rikishis or Yokozunas? Because I know one of the two names means that outfit that they're wearing around their bollocks. It's one of the two. I should have Googled it before. Exactly. I, I, may be wrong, I may be completely wrong, but I'm sure one of the two actually means that outfit that sumo wrestlers wear. Might be um, I don't know. Mm, um, but let's just put it out there now. I, I don't want to see the Big Show wearing one of them. No, I mean, look at the fucking size of... Fucking tits on a bro. <laughs> fucking hell, you see. They're not normal sized tits. Long story short, they push and shove each other for a couple of minutes. Big Show goes for his, his choke slam sign, <laughs> goes to lift Akibono up, doesn't. The sumo, the professional sumo wrestler wins the sumo wrestling match on WrestleMania. Michael, I give it one, no, point, no, zero mavens. Oh, good match. Terrible. Oh. This terrible. Fuck this. Fuck this. Lifted. He hoisted up. Amazingly enough, 504 pounds. But then the quick hips of Akipo and the experience of the Grand Sumo Champion. Well, uh, remember, it is the first time ever that the Big Show has been into a sumo-style matchup. And you've got to give the Big Show credit here. He was challenged by Akibono, and Big Show took that challenge and met it head-on here at WrestleMania. Absolutely, I agree totally. Are you getting there with the real deal in regards to sumo is Aki Bono? Both athletes respect right there and the sportsmanship. Tremendous show of respect by the big show for the grand sumo champion, Aki Bono. I don't understand. That just made me really sad after the last fun segment with Piper and Austin. I don't want to see the big show in a this, fucking nappy. I think this ruins the the next match as well. And then against Fatajiri. Uh, in a in a fucking no no save that shit for not WrestleMania. Save this shit, for Smackers. <laughs> this is this is Smackers segment shit. I feel like I saw one years ago. I think it was Earthquake, but because I, I feel like he was an actual sumo wrestler, like outside of WWE, had success in the sumo wrestling world. And I'm sure Earthquake fought somebody in WWE back in the New Gen era. I may be wrong. I thought it could have been Earthquake versus Yokozuna. See, I don't want to see a worked sumo match. 
No. <laughs> you could clearly no. tell it was a work because you could see clearly see show calling spots. I, but the thing is, I, I also don't want to see a sumo match. Same. I have no interest. When I watch sumo wrestling, I'll watch sumo wrestling. Yeah. This is professional wrestling. It doesn't need it. We could have just put Big Show in the fucking Battle Royal and Booker T could have eliminated him as last man and done that spot that they always do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That I, For me, no. This puts the sour taste in my mouth on WrestleMania Hollywood. And I think it did for the live crowd as well because they weren't really mm. hyped for the next Oh, they were not bothered, were they? Until, <laughs> until that last, the last move of the next match. <laughs> yeah. Not bothered. Up next then, Michael, it is time for your WWE Championship match from Smackers. And can we just talk about that graphic for the WWE Championship they put up? What? <laughs> what? That's not the graphic. What? Why is it? Why is it got rhinestones and shit? What? <laughs> it is your WWE Championship. It is your reigning, defending WWE Champion, the wrestling god, John Bradshaw Layfield, JBL, going up against your former US Champion, the Doctor of Fugonomics. John Cena. Courage. Respect. John Cena does not have any of these qualities. You have disgraced the U.S. title by making it some bling bling sideshow. And look at this. The championship off the skull of John Cena. Not this way. Damn it. At WrestleMania. John Cena will not only be destroyed, but he will bow at the feet of greatness. I'm just like all of you. I am sick and tired of JBL. It seems as if he likes to break titles. You gotta be kidding me. Cena's championship was in there. I like to break faces. There's a code that I live by. I for an eye. They want to get in my business. I want to get in their business. JBL, get your ass out here. We're going to handle this right now. Cena, I saw what JBL did. But listen, player, you're going to have to wait until WrestleMania. When it comes to this, you either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. And since you ain't letting JBL come out, you're part of the problem. As GM of SmackDown, I will not allow the inmates to run the asylum. John Cena will not be able to lay a hand on you, JBL. And if he does, he will forfeit this WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. People like you don't make it to a level like me. People like you have your little families. Where your mama had to sleep with the grocery store man to pay your groceries. Where your mama just spent most of the time on her back. John Cena must keep his cool. If he strikes the champion JBL, John Cena will lose his title opportunity at WrestleMania. However, JBL, if you strike John Cena, then John Cena can strike back. You feel me? You're probably pretty mad right now, huh? Maybe you want to throw a punch. Come on! Right here! You throw a punch and I swear I will knock the hell out of you! Just like I thought. You know what? In the world that we come from, there's people who talk about it. And then there's people who be about it. Officers! 
That right there is the man who vandalized my limousine. Arrest him. He's a common piece of garbage. Get used to humiliation at WrestleMania. It will be a lot more humiliating when you are forced to worship at the feet of a wrestling god. I guarantee John Cena that at WrestleMania, I will walk out as the WWE Michael, how did we get here? Cena came so close at the Rumble to winning. But that rocket is currently on Big Dave. So Cena's been on Smackers. He won a tournament, and we love a good tournament. JBL beat Big Show in a cage match to retain the title. JBL also cost Cena the US title. But to his young compadre, Orlando Jordan, the Juice. And here we are. Here we are. And especially as well with the stipulation that for like the last five weeks, um, but according to Teddy Long, uh, John Cena and, and Bradshaw, they could not lay a finger on each other um, or the match would get thrown out at WrestleMania. Um, so you're expecting an absolute blood feud. Yeah. What you get is a lock-up to start the match. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Gabriel's entrance with Escort from Coco. Absolutely. Raining money. That was great. He's a big deal. Yeah, the raining money was fantastic. Uh, especially as it was still raining as John Cena made his entrance as well. Yeah. <laughs> so the match then, uh, as I said, we get a lock-up to start in this blood feud. Um, JBL, he kicks Cena around for a bit, swinging neck breaker, um, and another one gets him a two-count. Uh, chokes Cena on the ropes, then slingshots him neck first into the middle rope, and straight away I'm thinking, we're getting super Cena here, aren't we? Yep. Cena's going to get battered for 10 minutes and then win. <laughs> uh, Cena, he boots JBL in the face. Charges in, takes a hard spine buster in the middle from JBL. that gets another two. Uh, another neck breaker gets another two. And then he boots Cena in the face. Um, whips him into the corner. Big clothesline, which I was told that's not a clothesline from hell because he's got to come off the ropes. I agree. Uh, short arm clothesline gets a two. C- Cena gets to the ropes. Or, yeah. Um, JBL, he works over Cena's back. Puts him in a sleeper hold. And the crowd are dead. Yep. John Cena might go out. He might get choked out here. John Cena came here determined to be champion, but it does not look good for the challenger. Stretching to the rope. Bradshaw pulls him back to the center. Dead. That last match. Man, the that, this, the, the, the dead as it is now, you've just put him in a sleep hold. They've not woken up from sumos. They're shocked at seeing Big Show's titties <laughs> in his crotch. Let's see Nakamura's titties. We go outside, uh, JBL, he's another net breaker. I think that's his fourth one now. Uh, rolls him back in, that gets a two. Um, Cole, he says that this is to weaken Cena for the clothesline from hell, which would make yeah. sense. Weaken if he's, the if he's, When you hit him yeah. with clothesline, you're going to Weaken the neck, it's yeah, great. Um, JBL, he goes up top, which the fuck are you doing that for, JBL? Um, for MK Bradshaw, he could do it. Modern day JBL, no. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Cena catches him. Uh, slams him down um, clothesline from Cena and then the crowd finally wake up a little bit as Cena goes through the motions back body drop shoulder tackle hip toss spinning proto bomb uh, you can't see me he charges in JBL gets the boot up clothesline from hell but Cena ducks one FU later Michael and after 11 minutes which surprised me how quick uh, that was it felt longer your new WWE champion the doctor of Fugonomics Time is up, his time is now. You can't see me. Oh, you heard it, you 
can't see me. Five knuckle oh, shuffle right John there. Cena, and the champion is really. Cena now pumping it up. Watch the champ go. And oh. oh. Cena walked into it. Here it is. Watch out from hell. Cena ducked oh. underneath it. In the sound clip this time, no. Nah. That was over. <laughs> Top matches. <laughs> I didn't do take a lot either. Yeah. I feel like the crowd that this didn't help the crowd um being like I said, the crowd being flat from the previous match. I feel like they were a bit flat here. When Cena finally won that you got a bit of a pop, but I was expecting more. Yeah. I don't know. I know obviously they tried to add that little bit more by having Cena go into the crowd and celebrate with the crowd and stuff, but I don't know. I feel like the crowd, because they weren't fully, fully invested into this match, is it because JBL's trash, like I've been saying for ages? Yep. But uh, and it's hard, it's hard to get into a JBL match. He's better on mic than he is in ring. 100%. He's great on the mic as a heel, but he's shite in ring. So, uh, that's been, it's been great. The match just came off like it could be on SmackDown. It could have just been a TV match. It didn't, for me, it didn't come off like a pay-per-view. Yeah, I think, but I think it was good to it was good for me warming the crowd up for the next match. Well, that's it. If you're um, gonna have two title matches in a row and one of them's gonna be half an hour long because it stars Triple H, the other one can't be half an hour long as well. Because they've got nothing to fill this time. I know obviously we get the Hall of Fame, Fame bit. Well, yeah, but it's we need do you know what I mean you couldn't have half an hour Hall of Fame bit and then because I feel like they'd be knackered. 
because like I said, they've just they've had to sit through that sumo bollocks and that'll be a bit, oh, the fuck's this? And then it's trying to get yourself back up into a, a hype mode. And I think WWE maybe looked booked and thought, we'll do Cena and JBL's match at 10 minutes to get people back and warmed up and back, back hype. Hall of Fame comes out, everyone can have a moment with Hogan and then it's main event time. Yeah. And how do you know Cena's from the streets? He sees gold, try and bite it. <laughs> so as I said, we see clips of the Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, your inductees for 2005 was the Hulkster brother, brother, Rodney the Piper, uh, Bob Orton, Jimmy Hart, Paul Orndorff, Nikolai Volkov, and the Iron Sheik. That's like everyone that's been associated with Hogan at some point in his career. Like quite, quite a bit of the card of Mania 1. <laughs> yeah. All Hogan's enemies are Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Pretty much. And then we get a video package for our main event. Evolution collide once more as the winner of the 2005 Royal Rumble goes up against the game, the King of Kings, the shittest WrestleMania entrance of all the entrances. I can't believe Motehead forgot the lyrics to the game. Triple motherfucking It H. was better than the Mania 17 entrance. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Why can't Motehead perform right well at WrestleMania? Because they don't usually play that song live don't defend him michael i know you're a big fan <laughs> that was a shoddy ass performance from lenny let me still best entrance at show i don't know <laughs> I like undertaker on a segue triple h has made you special when he's ready to step down you be the man now when randy orton won the world heavyweight championship at SummerSlam last year all about Triple H. Orton made a choice to take my World Heavyweight Championship when I won Royal Rumble. Batista will be in the main event at WrestleMania 21. It was still all about Triple H. I gave you guidance, I gave you direction, and I made you the animal that I see standing in this ring today. I had to make a decision. Go to SmackDown and leave Raw all to Triple H. Sometimes Dave is not smart enough to know what's good for him. Batista needs to do what's right for evolution. And what's right for Batista is for him to go to SmackDown. Hunter, I've known what I was going to do for a long time. I'm staying right here on Raw. At WrestleMania, I'm taking the World Championship from you! You see, Batista, you were like a brother to me. And when you turned on me, I was very angry. That mean streak of Triple H, one of the most cold and calculating competitors I've ever seen in my entire career. It's all about the game and how you play it. Well, the game got played. When you have an animal and you raise it and it turns around and it bites the hand that feeds it, then it's time to make a difficult decision. Batista, I will not hesitate. I'm bigger. There will be no remorse. I'm better. No regrets. At WrestleMania 21. At WrestleMania 21. I will beat you. Your ass is mine. I officially become the man. I will put the animal down. 
Batista will come for the world title against the game at WrestleMania 21. Michael, it is Batista versus Triple H. Evolution collide Two. once more. World heavyweight title. How did we get here? And please don't start back in 2002. I was about to. <laughs> when Bischoff <laughs> awarded Triple H the world heavyweight title. And Triple H needed friends. So he started Ground Force. I mean, Evolution. Knowing that he needed some young blood to keep the gold on him, he enlisted Randy Orton and Batista. Orton, he became an ungrateful little shit. Last, last September, <laughs> he was given the thumbs down and kicked out of the group. Batista then won the Rumble, and on the 1st of February 2005, he gave Triple H the thumbs down, powerbombed him through the table, and declared he was fighting him at me, destroying the plan of evolution running the entire business. Alan and Rob, he's gone smackers. It could have been, would be great. Mm-hmm. But despite Alan's best efforts to persuade Batista that JBL was very much fight, Batista chose Alan. And it all results in tonight, the end of evolution. The end of well, it's not because we've still got Flair. Flair's still but, there for now. It's it's, still Triple H and Flair. Just, That's how evolution just, started. We can go again. But it'll not be the same. No, it never will be the same. So the match then. Uh, we get a big stare down to start, a lock up in the middle, which lasts fucking ages, and the crowd will just get bored and start wooing. Explicit. <laughs> Another lock up. This time, Batista shoves Triple H off into the ropes. Batista knocks him over with a shoulder block. Uh, they do some running between the ropes, but it ends with Batista giving Triple H a big old gorilla press. Uh, you know who's going over tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We all knew before the match. Uh, Triple H with a back elbow, but Batista catches him and absolutely smashes the fuck out of him in the corner. Uh, into the ropes, back body drop by Batista. Um, high knee onto Batista, though, which sends him into onto the floor. Um, the ref counts him, and Mike Kyoda, he stops Flair from interfering, but then, why don't he send him to the back? Yeah. Straight away then, minute he's tried to interfere once, send him to the back. Um, Triple H, he whips him into the steps, uh, Flair then chokes him with his jacket as Triple H has got the referee. It's like, Mike Kyoda's missed a trick, he should have sent him to the back the second that he started interfering or trying to interfere. Should have. But, you know, Triple H is keeping him distracted, Flair's just doing his best. Uh, but in the corner, Batista comes back with forearms, uh, goes into the ropes, but Triple H hits him with a huge spine buster that gets a two count three times. Gets a two count. Uh, Nick Baker gets two. Uh, Batista fights back. Triple H goes for a pedigree, but Batista back drops him out. He was too close to the ropes. That's that's the mistake that you make sometimes. Um, they always like when Razor used to, you know, when he'd get reversed out at Razor's yeah. edge because he'd be far too close to the ropes. 
Triple H, he goes to the top. And he always, always goes for his top rope. Fuck all. Um, Batista clotheslines him down into the rope. Sidewalk slam gets a two. Uh, Triple H is in the corner. Batista charges, eats another boot. He counters a whip by holding on to the corner and then whips Triple H into the corner. And Triple H takes his usual show what Shawn Michaels did earlier. Bump over. They fucking love that spot. Mm. Um, on the floor... Triple H whips Batista into the ring steps, shoulder first. Uh, he goes into the ring to break the 10 count. And then a pedigree on the steps is countered into the slingshot, into the ring post, into leading to one thing. <laughs> Triple H loves that spot because that's where I blade. Flair's just looking on in awe of his top student. Whatever he's going to do, I have no idea. I can't be good. He's made that tough decision. He said... Gonna have to put the animal down. Triple H rolls back in the ring, stops referee Mike Gilda's 10 count. But the world's heavyweight champion now gonna try to finish off Batista. My God, what is. Oh, no, 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 come on. He wants the pedigree. No, 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 Absolutely. Your favourite move as well. The thing is, as much as it's disgusting right, the what they do, Triple H, he's, he always cuts himself very well. <laughs> no, I mean the slingshot. That's your favourite move. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when it's into a ring post and Triple H's on the receiving end because you know blood's coming. Of course it is. It's the main event mania. Of course we get a power slam from Batista that gets a two count and then Ric Flair's on the floor. He goes after Batista but Batista takes care of him. Uh, Triple H goes to chair Batista but the ref takes him from him. He just leaves into timekeeper. Uh, Flair comes in with the title and it's a spine buster from Batista. Uh, Triple H then gets the belt and smashes Batista in the head as the ref throws Ric Flair finally out of the ring. Uh, the two, that gets him a near fall. Um, Triple H, he charges him. Batista is a spine buster. Batista bombs countered by a low blow. The ref doesn't see it. Killed is having a fucking nightmare tonight because he's still hurting in the corner recovering. Uh, pedigree for Hunter, but he can't lift him up. Uh, Batista breaks his hands and reverses it with a version of a side slam. Like white noise. Batista gives a big thumbs up, massive pop. Batista bomb, and after 22 minutes, we have a brand new world champion on Monday Night Raw in Big Dave Batista. Cerebral assassin, the consulate ring general, with a low blow, undetected by the referee. I'm telling you, here it comes. It all comes down to this pedigree, and the way it should be. Pedigree, and the hands are locked. Oh, this right with the, with the world. Getting trying to get him up. Batista's blocking. That's pure power and strength. Get him up. The Batista separating against hands. What? That is raw, animalistic power. Oh my God! Oh my God, I've never seen the, the pedigree. Oh, oh, broken like that. High impact. A modified slam. 
What did you make? How many mavens? Four mavens for me. I'm hoping for any advantage. I'd gone three and a half. I'd say that was my third best match of the Same. show. My third third best match by far. Big Battle of Dominance being two alphas. What a main event should be. And I love how after the match, Blair and Alan still in there while Batista celebrating. And you know they're just thinking, so proud of my boy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So proud of him. And like I said at the start, this is it. This is a new era in WWE. You've got a brand new champion on SmackDown in John Cena, a brand new champion on Raw. And this is the only time that it's ever where they've defended two main titles in WWE at WrestleMania. This is the only time that there's been two new champions crowned. Yep. Uh, and this does really symbolize that we are in a brand new era for the WWE. Easy two faces now, Cena. It's just such yeah. a shame that Batista's about 45 years old right now. Yeah. This would have been Batista at 22. We could have had a good 20 years on that of him. But he'd probably still gone to Hollywood. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Just a lot fucking younger. But, Michael, that was WrestleMania Hollywood. As always, I want to know your best match of the night, your worst match of the night. And if WrestleMania Hollywood was a wrestler from the Ruthless Aggression era, who would it be? 
match of the night, fucking obviously, Angle Michaels. Worst match, fucking sumo bollocks. Mm-hmm. And superstar, it's Hollywood. We've just seen him become a star. Hollywood's where he'll stay a star, Batista. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, it's Hollywood. It's brother, 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 brother. On that note, though, Michael, this has been WrestleMania 21. We have been the Art Era podcast. If they don't already, Michael, let them know where everyone can find us on all forms of social media. Yeah, check out our Twitter and Instagram. It's at Art Era Podcast. And check us out on Facebook and YouTube as well. And if you want to support the show, please check out our Patreon. Absolutely. So, WrestleMania, another one in the bag. A new era for WWE. It was Always the war after Mania. Exciting times. Exciting times, a new era. We've got new champions. Let's see what WB has to has to uh, offer then going forward in the next episode, which, as always, will be some more Raw and Smackers. But until then, I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Until Raw and Smackers. Peace out, brother. <laughs>